0: Hi, and welcome everybody. You're listening to the Arctic Conversation podcast, a podcast with journalists from around the circumpolar Arctic. Initiated by Barents Press in Sweden, we aim at highlighting development trends in the Arctic. My name is Pat Kane. I'm a photojournalist from Yellowknife, Northwest Territories, Canada. I document life, culture, people, and issues that are important to Indigenous communities in the Canadian North. Today, I have Katarina Helgren with me, and we're going to talk about Indigenous people and their representation in the media. Hello, Katarina. Hello. How are you?
1: I'm fine. How are you?
0: Good. Good. The weather is nice here. It's finally warming up. So that's beautiful.
1: Oh, I wish I could say the same. It's been (laughs) snowing today.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to snow here tomorrow, but hopefully not because I want summer to happen faster yeah. than uh, yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, Katerina, why don't you why don't you tell us a little bit about
1: yourself for our listeners? I um, live in the northern of Sweden, Arvidsjaur. It's also a part of Sápmi. Uh, I've been working as a journalist for about I. I have said 20 years for a long time and now, so I think it's 25 years, but 20-25 years, (laughs) Uh, mostly with the Sami issues. And now I'm a freelancer, and I am an editor of a youth Sami magazine called Norat, that means youth.
0: Awesome. Why don't you... um... Why don't you give us an idea of what the indigenous people and their way of life is like in your region, where you live?
1: The way of their life, yeah, um, we have reindeer herding here up in the north. It goes almost uh, down to the middle of Sweden. We connect uh, very much with Norway and Finland also. Uh, So we travel a lot across the borders and yeah the indigenous people we work with almost everything some of us are lawyers and uh works work as a journalist um, many people uh, do the handi handicraft is it is it correctly
0: mm-hmm. yep. yeah yeah here here in the northwest territories um we have a reindeer one reindeer herd um but the wild reindeer we call caribou and yeah. Um, it, I think it's a little different here where you know there are communities and little towns essentially um that people live in and then they go out into the land and they harvest caribou there. Whereas from what I understand in in the Sami and Satmi areas, that's where um people kind of follow the herds and they set up teepees yeah. um or t- wall tents. I'm not sure what they're called there. Um but it's definitely a fascinating um way of life and just how connected people are to the land. For journalists who come and to, you know, cover these, uh, do stories on the Indigenous people in your area, um, what are some of the the topics that they get wrong? What are some of the stereotypes that they um, kind of fall into? I, I know here there's a lot of like, we exotify um, Indigenous people, like they're like other than Than everyone else and there's a lot of mistakes that happen there is that true with your part of the world too
1: yeah yeah totally they they have their own uh, picture of uh, what we do uh, how we are like and like you say we are uh, totally different people than all the others there's there's kind of a lot exotification
0: so when you when you have stories that come out into larger publications um and they reinforce these stereotypes how does that um how does that impact the communities to know that they're portrayed always in a certain way
1: Our living and our culture doesn't um uh, the correct picture doesn't mm. come out
0: yeah yeah. yeah. It's interesting also in North America, um, there's a lot of people that will come from the United States and they, in the United States, they don't even realize that there are um, indigenous people that are still alive. They think that, you know, these people lived in the past because they've only seen someone um, in a museum or in um, these kind of, Places where it's it seems like they're from a past uh, group of people that don't exist anymore, um, which is fascinating and and a little bit strange as well. Um, but and a, people, bit, a little
1: bit terrifying. <laughs> ab-
0: absolutely, yeah. absolutely, um, and even some Canadians as well. And and there are very distinct groups of people, um, Indigenous people who live where I live. Um, There are, you know, four or five really kind of separate groups of Indigenous people with different languages, different cultures. Um, And what people think in their head is the, you know, the people who live in northern Canada live in igloos and have caribou Mm -hmm. or reindeer hides and go hunting with spears. And that's not true at all. It's it's true maybe for one group of people. in in further east but not for where I live and so people are very um, interested to see that as well but but the the images and the stories that come back to the rest of the world are um, of of people from almost a forgotten place um, that the only thing they know now is that they have you know social problems and it's it's all bad and there's there's no sense of hope which is very sad but um, yeah they want so, the
1: most exotic picture that they can find, or what
0: ex- exactly yep that's true and there mm. you know there are people who are uh dressed like you and i um who are dressed better than me mm. <laughs> for sure <laughs> and, and uh have really good jobs and uh, contribute quite a bit to the communities and our leaders in our communities too yeah. so its um there's definitely things that get missed as you as you mentioned. Yeah. So what I, I was saying that, you know, in the United States um, and some parts of Canada, people don't realize that Indigenous people even exist. And um, there's been a lot of um, tragedy, especially in Canada with residential schools and colonization, um, taking away land, uh, pulling people out of their families and bringing them to schools. Um, yeah, in, in the last few years, there's been in canada a re-education of you know making sure that that story is actually part of the curriculum in schools so that people aren't learning about indigenous people and um how they are these noble people that um are either um put up in like this kind of spirit world or they're just like down and out and have social problems but the reasons why that we We have these social problems in the first place from these issues. Is that true there as well?
1: Yeah, we. I don't think it's a long time ago since I went in went to school, but I uh, uh, I think in on uh, in my time when I was studying, we didn't learn anything about the Sami, and I uh, I understand that it's the same thing today. Um, and uh, in Sweden, there's people in Sweden, in the south of Sweden, that uh, that uh, don't even think that the Sami exists In nowadays, uh, it's kind of a people that used to exist a long time ago, but not now. So uh, the the knowledge is the is a big problem that I got to hear. Of, uh, about us, our history, and uh, as you say uh, the the colonization and so on um mm-hmm. no one knows the the history about us and uh, not how we live today and how our culture is
0: yeah, and I think like the stories that as you're saying that do come out even today are still about um living. On the land and rain, reindeer herding and yeah. dressing and in yeah. different different uh, outfits and clothing, um,
1: yeah.
0: and th- those are the images that people see. And so that their education is these stereotypes, and you yeah. know, it's a yeah. lot of the, a lot of the times it's not their fault. So it's incumbent on us as journalists and photographers to to tell stories that are more true to what they're like, so that people. Um, don't have these images in their head or yeah. or lack of knowledge, yeah, I wish we could talk longer on this, but I think we're running short of time so um
1: already wanted,
0: already um I wanted to ask you four or a couple quick quick questions um not necessarily related to what we're talking about, but just like life there as well so okay <laughs> um here we go are you ready
1: yes i'm ready
0: okay what is the best thing about your home where you live
1: uh, oh what's this what is the best the winter we have real winters uh uh the the spring is fantastic summer can be warm about every 10 years <laughs> that's great <laughs> It's pretty much
0: the same here as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's close to the nature. We have so much nature. That's fantastic. Yeah. I couldn't live in the city with all the traffic and houses and you live very tight, everyone. I I need to breathe.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you had a guest uh, who came to visit you, um, what would you do? What What are the things you would show them?
1: If they should see one thing uh, in their visit, I would bring them to the mountains where we are in the summer.
0: Um, tell me about food. What's the best food in your region?
1: Reindeer meat, of course. The best food in the world.
0: <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Caribou is amazing and yeah. everyone should try it. It's delicious. <laughs> how, do you cu- how do you cook it there? Like, What are some traditional ways?
1: Uh, we boil it. Every, almost every part of the reindeer you can boil.
0: Delicious. <laughs> and um, we dry re- it.
1: We we in the spring we we um, put it in salt and then we uh, smoke it and then we let it dry.
0: That's a great idea to put. We have dry meat and dry fish here as well, but um, I'm gonna try putting it in salt. That just sounds delicious. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's what's great, the yeah.
0: what's a food that people don't like there what's which one do you not like
1: oh <laughs> that's a tough one i almost i like i like most of the food um if i go to if i uh uh continue on the reindeer theme uh i have a little bit hard eating liver Actually. Yeah,
0: yeah, that is that is a tough one as well for me. It is. <laughs> you have to put if you're boiling it. You have to just put lots of um, lots of herbs and spices. Yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to um, uh, wrap up. We're at the end of the show now, um, but I just wanted to to thank you again. I think our you know the perspectives that you bring. About um, Indigenous people and the issues they face, and how stereotypes are often reinforced by the media and by newspapers and magazines, it, you know, can do some damage to the communities that they're actually covering. Um, there's a lot of facts that go unknown. There's just a lot of blanket generalizations that happen as well. So I think it's important for people to to really do some research and to uh, see how diverse our cultures are and um, you know all the the amazing things that people in the north are doing um, outside of reindeer herding and living off the land and hunting and and these kind of traditional things there's a lot more to explore and i hope that our listeners do i want to thank you so much for listening to the arctic conversation my name is pat kane
1: and my name is katarina hellgren
0: thanks so much take care and we'll talk to you soon